Hello there, welcome to Gem and Me, the podcast season two. It's truly an honor to have you listen to my show. This podcast is here to serve as an empowering source, as a community and healer. Remember, you have the power within you to achieve all you desire to be and have. We all have obstacles, doubts, traumas to heal from. The only way to change our life is by changing ourselves. This is why you are here. To discover your unlimited potential and become the person you were created to be. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we have a special guest, Jacqueline Tapia, a beautiful Latina that has dedicated her professional life to empowering and supporting women in their professional and personal lives. She is a life coach, a public speaker, an author, and a podcaster, and so much more. Overall, she has transformed her life, and we will be learning about how she has been able to do so. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you today. Oh, it's an honor for me to be here with you, Catherine. I think I, I, from the moment I met you, I said, oh my gosh, she's such a beautiful soul and so centered. And I love that, you know, have that spirituality that is propelling you to do things. And, and I love how you held so much space for us for prayer right before this podcast. And I really thank you and honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yes, I try to center, you know, God and everything that I do because, you know, everything is possible because of him. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of remind ourselves, even when we're running around, right? Like, oh, right. I have to go back to, to the source. <laughs> right, right, right. It's yeah. like, for me, it's like, I, I don't move without, without my Lord in my, in my, in my heart. So yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I always open up the podcast asking my guests to tell us a little bit about their childhood. I feel like um, through many conversations that I've had here in the podcast and offline, I've realized that a lot of, um, let's say, behaviors and mindsets and things that are developed, right, when we are growing up, right, like our parents, our surroundings, right? Um, It's crazy that I've actually, I'm not sure if you know this fact, but, um, you know, all these behaviors and mindsets are starting from the third trimester of pregnancy and I was like wait what like what's going on so I had to go back and ask my mom so I'll open the floor for you to tell us a little bit about your childhood and how that kind of shaped you into the person you are today Oh, thank you for so much for that question. I I tend to do that too with my guests because I feel it's so important to uncover the baby in us, right? So, um, so I'll tell you a little bit. Um, I actually was born and raised here in the United States from Mexican parents. They came to this country illegally back in my father in 1969 and my mother around. 72 or 73 something like that and they met here in the united states um and um they actually their families had known each other back in mexico but um when my father came to this country um uh, he ended up in long beach california and my mother happened to be in long in in I think it was in in Santa Ana, California. Anyhow, because the families kind of knew each other, they met. And um, 
So my mom at the time, when she met my father, she was what, maybe around 16 years old. And um, my mom got pregnant with me at the age of 17. And then they soon thereafter got married. <laughs> so I'm the first, the first born um, out of uh, four, four of us. So it's two and two. So I have myself. Then I have two brothers in between with my youngest sister. Um, and so one of the things about my family, they they really inculcated in me the um, hard work culture, if you will, um, that in order to be successful in this country, you need to work hard. And and it's it's been drilled in my, it's like in my DNA. So I personally have been working since I've been six years old, believe it or not, because my parents were very entrepreneur. And so um, when my father started going into uh, the Mexican uh, food industry, he first was a, a cook at in a Mexican restaurant. And then um, he noticed this guy that would come and bring all the produce for the restaurant, all, you know, all the groceries to do uh, the, the meals for the restaurant. And so he got curious and um, he decided, okay, well, you know, this is a good job. And so it was a, a good paying job. So he became um, a truck driver and in the food industry. So once he became a truck driver, he then moved up the chain of command in the food service industry to the point that he became a sales rep. During that time, he bought um, two restaurants. And so my mom was working with him at the restaurant. So it's kind of like he was moonlighting from one thing to another. And then finally, he stopped working for that company and then decided to open up his own uh, wholesale food service industry back in 1985, which is called Tapia Brothers, which still exists. It's pre predominantly known here on the west side of the United States. It was something small, but it's a big company now. And so it's all a, it's always been about work, 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 work. And um, so the kids had to work. <laughs> there was no camps for me, none whatsoever. I mean, I have my daughter, she's 11 years old. She has no idea. She's at camp and I'm like, I wish I was at camp at her age, but no, I was working at the restaurant or at that time. Yeah, it was still the restaurant because when in 1985, I was already what, 14 years old. So, so it's all about work and the family unit, everyone, like my aunts and uncles, cousins everybody worked for the company and it just really um helped us the community the, the community being the the family um uh, rise to another level and that is like the biggest like the biggest takeaway of my childhood is work and and i appreciate the notion of earning the money right because you know from day one, you're, you're not, things are not for free. Mm -hmm. In order to get something, you got to work for it. So this notion of working has been instilled in my life since I was a little girl. So while um, right now, I feel like there's a different way of doing it now. 
yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be hard. Uh, but that languaging um, throughout the years has been so indoctrinated in us that it has to be hard mm-hmm. and there has to be grit and there has to be hustle. And it, and I'm, and I'm in the position now that I'm like, okay, let's dismantle these words mm-hmm. because in order to be successful, you don't have to work hard. You don't have to deplete your body. You don't have to hustle and grind and push because if you live in flow, mm-hmm. things can and flow with our God things can be easy and free and easily done. So that's a nutshell in me for me as a little girl and and, um, work, 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 you know, like the song says, work, work, work. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's it's definitely like every time I speak to people about their um, childhood, it comes up as, you know, now a lesson and a blessing, but I'm pretty sure growing up, you're like, oh my God, like I had nothing, you know, I always had to work and stuff like that. So it's hard to kind of disconnect from that mentality as well and see it as like an asset, right? Something that, you know, kind of builds you into the person you are. And so if you can go back, right, and tell that little girl in a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Ah, that everything will always work out. I think, um, you know, there's so much trauma that comes to mind, right? That um, uh, I think a lot of us hold on to it for a long time, right? And so I always feel now, like, you know, telling my younger self back then, it's like, don't worry, things will happen. And 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 they're going to happen magically and wonderfully because you do believe in God and God is always with you. And so if, if I really believe that as a little kid, would I, I feel that the heartaches, the pain, that emotional turmoil, you know, wh- whatever it was, that um, I could actually, I could have function possibly a little bit better. Uh, I would have relieved myself of a lot of pain, but it's something that I, that I went through. You know, we, you know, everything is hindsight 22. You, you, now, you know, I'm an adult. Now I know, I know better, <laughs> but now I have a great opportunity to, to teach my daughter who's 11 years old about not keeping everything inside that everything's going to work out, not holding the anxiety mm. or thinking that you're alone mm. or that you have to be silent. So I want to impart that to all the young ladies out there that, that we get to honor ourselves by speaking up and also establishing boundaries, you know, in, in, and being mindful and, and um, knowing that you're always supported by your highest self, whether that is God for you or whether it's you or in a f- infinite intelligence, whatever that is for you. So just to remember that that is a like a, a light that you can always look towards. I love that. I really do. Thank you for sharing that. That was beautiful. Um, I actually, you know, it's crazy how we met. I'm actually thankful. Shout out to Dr. Damari Bonilla 
for connecting us. Yes. She's amazing. She is amazing. I love her. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Damani. <laughs> um, it's, you know, everything happens for a reason and we kind of connect and intertwine based on like, you know, our purpose and, you know, we collaborate and, and then, you know, things flow and, and flourish into something beautiful. But, you know, I'm very empowered by your story, right? You were an attorney before and now look at you, like you have <laughs> changed your life 360. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and like how that was for you? Yes, thank you. Um, So um, I became an attorney in the year 2000. So that makes me 23 years in as a lawyer, right? And um, I have multiple sclerosis, but I always say multiple sclerosis doesn't have me. And um, while I was a young attorney, so I'm, I'm talking, this is back in 2004, I started getting a lot of episodes that are MS related. Um, I... But I, at that time, I didn't even know what was going on. But here I am in those years working as a lawyer and being this vivacious young attorney, you know, thinking that, oh, my God, I have it all. Like, I, I mean, I did the whole, I don't know if you remember, or maybe you were not even, <laughs> maybe you don't know. Do you know Ally McBeal? Mm-hmm. It was like a program. Oh, my God. What would be the most current way of saying this to you? It's mm-hmm. a, it, like a, one of those lawyer movies where where it's like, oh, they, they go to happy hour and mm-hmm. they're always constantly, you know, I was living that life mm-hmm. and I was getting really sick. Mm-hmm. And so, but what am I going to do? I mean, this is all I know. I got trained to do this, the money to mm-hmm. pay to be a lawyer oh my God, you know, I passed the bar on my first try. I did everything, quote unquote, right for my family and for myself too, because I did want to be a lawyer. But, you know, along the way, I keep getting these messages from from God, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like I would, I, there would be like a physical ailment and I'm like, what is going on? And so, you know, not not feeling the legs. Mm-hmm. that is a thing that happened not feeling the legs not being able to see well blinking not being able to to drive not um being able to basically take exams because I couldn't see or I couldn't walk I couldn't drive I mean there was just so many things happening and I kept going I kept going I kept going and kept going until one day it was like masterfully done because our God always is so powerful and knows knows far beyond that I could actually see, sends me this powerful message when I was sitting in a at a conference at with this group called Psy. And I was um in the middle of this personal development course. And you know, it was like a medium flechazo. Like it was like, I even felt like this thing on my heart telling me, Jackie, enough is enough. Your voice is destined for something bigger. Stop mm. playing small mm. and, and, and stop living this micro life. And I remember the, 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 the instructor at the seminar talking about, 
why if if we all cared about one another why is it that the most powerful country which is the united states we still have poverty we still can't um feed the entire world which we can but we don't and why don't we because we keep thinking about ourselves and it was so powerful along with that vibration that was getting from from our dear lord saying it's time you got to stop you got to stop this and i'm like what the heck what do you mean i gotta stop this like how can i stop being a lawyer so that just kind of went into a whole different ball game and um as a lawyer you can't just say peace out i'm out forget you client forget you judge forget about you can't do that you've got these laws right you you have these um duties these ethical dilemmas if you will so at the time i was like okay so how's this gonna happen meanwhile i was kind of planning my exit strategy mm-hmm. as a lawyer like a practicing lawyer and um and at the time i had a business a law partner who was really noticing how I was and and how unhappy I was and how things were just not in alignment. And I really appreciate him. His name is Reyes Valenzuela, which I, I spoke a little briefly in the book, but it was he, his support to tell me like, Jackie's okay if you want to exit out and I will help you. And so... For a couple of years, I started downsizing my my work. I stopped putting my name on pleadings. And um, little by little, we were able to downsize me in the practice of law. And, you know, once that happened, I then started like, oh, okay, what am I going to do now? What's this <laughs> new life that I'm going to do? <laughs> so, but I kept being open and I kept being awake and I kept like allowing for the messages from God to come through me and in one of those messages was like okay there was this podcast and it was my my girlfriend uh, Michelle Soro who I I owe I'm I love her death and I owe a lot from her she had a program called the podcast accelerator which is still going on and um and I and I'm like okay and so I just jumped on it and I took the course, not knowing what um, what it was going to be called or what it was going to be. I mean, I'm a lawyer, like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? Like, It was just like, like, okay, I was just being led. I was being led. And finally, I was really finding the divine guidance within me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was I was doing a lot of work in terms of like studying courses and learning more about mindset and, and um, attending all these groups and stuff. And, and so then the podcast came to life and, and it was like, it was, I mean, I'm like, Oh my God. So now I have a podcast. I mean, I handle your shit. Um, And even the name, how that even came about is funny, but um. I'm still in existence. It started in 2020 and I'm still 140 plus episodes in. And it's like my happy, it's, I am the happiest being on the mic. I love it. I love my guests and like these kind of interviews, they light me up. And I understand that when I was younger, 
the law was there for me as intended as it should have been. It taught me a lot and I honor the practice and I honor um, the fact that I became a lawyer and I honor my clients, the customers, everyone. But at some point in your life, you got to really face the fact, is this still in alignment with me? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 2017 that that little el flechazo, mm -hmm. I was no longer in alignment with the practice of law. And um, so here I am. I have a podcast. I have <laughs> these courses. And now I have a book. And I'm like, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a, such a beautiful story. So empowering. It must have been very, very hard to do that transition. I, you know, I could only imagine, right? Um, when you're getting those hints, like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. And you're like, how, why, like, where, like, what am I going to do? But you trusted, you know, that hinge and that gut and, and here you are. Look at yeah. you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It, you know, and I realized that, you know, you don't need to learn how to do it. You're just going to do it. Mm -hmm. It will, it will express itself when it needs to come out. This is the bottom line. Like it, the, you know, when I was in law school, uh, there is a, the course that you take, one of the courses that you take in law school is tort, you know, tortious claims. And I remember the teacher always saying, the teacher, the professor saying always, um, uh, he would say the devils are in the details. Mm -hmm. And so in this, in this chapter of my life, I feel like, mm, no, they are not because the details don't matter because God has me mm. and it's going to be what it needs to be. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's, it's really interesting how I had to switch my mindset yes. from one of more ego to one of more spiritual and more, more um, in alignment with my, my divine guidance. So it's very interesting. One is more ego based than the other one. So I'm happier on the on the, the feminine flow base <laughs> I, love that. I love that and I know that you had to make a lot of adjustments right and like your routines your mindset and things mm -hmm. like that to be able to reap you know the benefits and be where you are now right it's a yeah. constant I would say daily um journey to, to oh, yeah. maintain <laughs> that can you share with us a little bit of your routines or habits that you have implemented to be able to exercise and kind of do that transformation really of yeah. having this so structured lifestyle let's say right and now you're so like open like you have your own business you have your book your podcast like how do you do that you know yes I had a very structured life before it was like I knew exactly what I was going to do a week ahead of time and that's because as a lawyer you you are on deadlines all the time and you know if you if you don't solidify or complete a deadline it's not only on you, but it's on the client, the client that's paying you to do the work. So you got your license on the line. So I don't do that anymore. I don't look one week ahead of time. As a matter of fact, I look at my calendar. I'm like, oh, I have an interview with Catherine today. I'm so excited. And it's <laughs> such a different perspective and flow that I am in love with because now it's like, yes, I have my calendar. Yes, I still have the logic. That's not going to go away from me. You know, it's a, that's just the way it goes. Like, 
even in the book, you'll find it's very logical, but that's because I, that's how my brain works. But I felt like I need to mirror both of them. I need I need them to marry each other because that is the best me, right? That is the best me. That the logic and the emotional component, the spirituality come together. I have this thing called pies, which is physical, intellectual, and emotional, and um, and uh, spiritual. That I feel that you have to have all of that connected to be perfectly aligned. So, um, oh my goodness, I think I die. I die. I I have a. Uh, uh. <laughs> Sometimes this happens. I sometimes feel like it's the MS brain coming in. <laughs> it was challenging. I'll tell you it was challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't the easiest path, but I knew that if I had got, got in my heart, that it was going to, it would, it would um, actually come to the way it's supposed to be. So now it's every day is such a beautiful day. I have, my routine is different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now I don't have to look a, a week in advance. I actually am very conscious and intentional about the daily practice. I wake up before everyone wakes up in my home. And I actually will spend time with me. I spend time with me, with my God. I do my meditation. And I call that my prayer because I, I, don't, I don't divide them. I think it to me is the same. Mm -hmm. to me meditation and prayer are the same so that's a daily and I always do something physical every day especially because of the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis you know I know what it's like not to be able to walk Mm -hmm. and so I know that I need to keep my body active as well as my brain as well as my heart so now that I can do everything on my time not on the client's time, but on my time, everything is possible. I really, truly believe it. I am in so alignment with my life now than I was before. I always, mm-hmm. I always call this the 2.0 of my life because I'm 49 mm-hmm. and going into my fifties. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, man, I, I enjoyed 1.0, but I just have to say that if, if 2.0 is like this, man is the best. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So amazing. It's it's beautiful to hear, you know, your story and how like your life has changed, right? And like you said, it's not easy, but you implement these things that ground you and that keep you focused, right? Because I would say from my experience, you know, when you're so, let's say, ambitious and you want to do so much and you want to create, you want to do impact, it's hard to be like, okay, like I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, okay, like, okay, when it, when do I do it? How do I do it? You know, like, let me organize myself, my thoughts, you know, because you get overwhelmed because you want to do so much. And obviously we all know that if you want to do so much in one time, you're not going to get anything done. So it's hard to kind of ground yourself and um, kind of be able to do that. So, you know, whatever um, advice you can give us in like, in terms of like those beliefs that you have to set, you know, and mindset, you know, like, okay, I'm going to do this and structure so Mm -hmm. I can get things done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does help that I am a lawyer. So oh. that is, that helps <laughs> tremendously. Not that I want anybody out there to go. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just going to be a lawyer. <laughs> no, 
no need to go to law school is not required <laughs> but it but but I do have to thank the fact that I did do have that discipline but let's even go even further the discipline that I received as a child in my family to mm-hmm. work because it was really I've been like I said I've been working since I was six years old so waking up in the middle of of like at five o'clock in the morning to go to work literally at a job site as a kid Mm -hmm. that's structure so so I I get to go back to that time that in order to have structure you really need to be focused on what you want to achieve right I have a formula that that I call Amiga and I the first thing that I do is I ask the right question. So if I if I have a plan, I have a plan to go to Hawaii. I first start asking the first question, how would it feel to be in Hawaii? And how quickly can I do that? So as soon as I start asking those questions, that question over, my mind starts like going into like, woo, manifestation, visualization of how to get it done. So my my thought for, for Amigas out there is to really hone in and how you ask these questions and feel them through and then start building the the um the roadmap towards that goal. Okay. So if if it's to lose the weight, okay, ask that question. How easy and freeing will it be to lose that weight? Or how easy and freeing would it be to release that way? So then your mind starts like thinking of ways of getting that done because it's not hard. It's actually teaching your brain to make it easy. So when you start making it easy, then you start feeling like, oh, okay. Now you start building upon one step at a time. So the first step, I already asked my questions. Now I start to investigate, okay, what would make it easy? Hmm. Maybe I need to hire a personal trainer or go take a um, a Zumba class because I like dancing. So maybe I'll do that. So it is really asking those powerful questions and then allowing the uh, you to when you start investigating how easy it is, then everything starts aligning, aligning towards your end goal. And it's so important to do that. And and while it starts aligning you continue to be in great and be in gratitude always be grateful before it even happens you know before i'm so grateful oh god i am so grateful i'm losing 20 pounds thank you so much for keeping my body so healthy thank you for keeping me in motion thank you for sending me these guides to help me keep this body in shape so it's like a, for me, it's like, it starts with the questions that you ask yourself. And then I keep on going through the investigation and then you get the gratitude and then you visualize and have it and feeling it. And then in the end, you're going to be like, holy, holy moly, guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> I released all the weight. So mm-hmm. it really is a mindset and, and, um and the next point, it really, you know, honor yourself that and don't lie to yourself be truthful if you feel it's hard okay it's hard ask yourself why it's hard because 
I believe there it's challenging, but um, hard. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, says the person who's on this side of the interview. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Definitely. I feel like everything is possible. The things that you know kind of inhibit us, and that actually was my next question for you, from experience. Like, what boundaries do you think that are in place, especially for women of color, right? Mm -hmm from your experience, right, um, that we have to battle with? And, and how have you been able to kind of overcome that? Yeah. Right. So the I would say the main right now that I that just popped into my head is the boundary of, of, you know, that I had with my family, like, you're, you're throwing away your legal career. Mm -hmm. And my boundary was like, I'm not throwing away anything. Mm. I'm just changing my degree in a different way. It's really about perspective, the way you see things. Mm. Because, you know, it's kind of, if you, I I need to bring my family to start thinking about all those lawyers. President Obama is a lawyer. President Biden is a lawyer. These are all lawyers who decided to stop being a lawyer. And went a different path. So I set my boundary by like, uh-uh-uh-uh, you don't get to push me down and shame me for not pursuing what you think I should be pursuing. Instead, what I do is I might set my boundary by shifting their perspective on me. Mm -hmm. It's on them, but I get to show them there's a different way. There's a different way of being the lawyer who I am but on my terms. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's like a dance, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I really had to establish that boundary. And to this day, I still get the little, las, este, las miradas, las, el, you know, those words mm -hmm. and whatnot, but I, but I'm a tough person. So I'm not, I feel you don't pay my taxes. Mm -hmm. You don't give me money. You have no say so. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's okay. what it is um, if you so, paid my taxes then 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 okay I guess I can hear you out <laughs> if I want <laughs> yeah um it's so beautiful to hear your story and I want I'm curious you know from like the life you're living right now have do you feel like you found your purpose oh yeah absolutely my purpose is to awaken the souls of uh, amigas across the globe to know that they can and be all that they want to be. And, um, and, and my, my main thing is to release you from these cultural limitations that confine you, confine us that, you know, we've been so indoctrinated to believe in limitation like no 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 don't do that no 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 and and I feel like now more than ever women are finally waking up like it mm -hmm. started off with that me too movement but I really truly believe now the planet is changing it really is it's really moving in a direction that I feel I hope that it, it starts being a lot more divine conscious right mm. you know there's so 
I don't want to, there's polarizing things. I shut down the news. I haven't seen the news in years because, but mm -hmm. I can't. I already know what's going on. I see it with my own eyes. I don't need to know anything else because those are things that go into your vibration mm -hmm. and keep you stuck and keep you in fear. And I'm not about that. That's why it's so important to really honor yourself and, and go in nature, go exercise, you know, be with people that, that, um, that want to see you that want to see you move up in the in the world and and are grateful that you're there I mentioned it in my book it's like um I'm a lot older than you but you probably don't know this program it's called cheers and there was this this there's um these group of individuals that would go to this bar called cheers and um their theme song is like talks about you're so glad you came mm -hmm. and I feel like I want to be in groups where they say, I'm so glad you came. Yeah. Like, right. I'm happy you're here. I'm so glad you came. And that's how we, I feel we get to experience life like that. Like, I'm so glad you came. I'm here, amiga. I want you to be here. I'm so glad you're here. And and that's how I feel that that as we move across this globe as mujeres, Latinas, amigas, that you walk away from someone that can say, I'm so glad you got, you came here. I'm so glad because that just goes to show that you're wanted, you're loved, you're cared, you're supported. When you have all those things, nothing can hold you down. Nothing. I love that. It's so powerful and, and it's it's difficult, you know, because I would say from experience and in our cultures, right? Kind of have this like, oh, don't tell people your thing or don't trust these, you know, like there's a lot of um intertwined trauma <laughs> that kind of is in like drain drilled into us of like not trusting others, right? So like creating that community also it's it's part of the healing process. And I do realize the power in community. Um and it's so beautiful, like, you know, right here, right? We're part of a community. We're like, you know, collaborating. We're connecting in a, another way. And, and there's so much beauty that comes out of that, right? Um, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I even, even when I was like practicing law, it, whether it was an immigration or family law or any other area that I was practicing, I... I've always been a part of the Latino community and um, observing the patterns and practices. And I kept seeing the same thing mm -hmm. from one client to another, to another, to another. And I'm like, whoa, mm -hmm. I'm like, if I could be the guide to show you to, to that you can have more of empowering ways as opposed to disempowering, how amazing our community would be I mean we love our community but let's face it you know a lot of oh suffering a lot of the you know and and I feel like no 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 let's get the riches of the community and let's break away from the things they hold you limited yeah and and and, and um and that's my goal in life <laughs> Yeah, that's a big task. <laughs> you know, I could talk for myself too, like being part of the podcast. I also have 
podcasts and episodes in Spanish. And the reason why I did this was because I want to be able to inform our communities. You know, like you said, there's a lot of victim mentality, a lot of limitations, a lot of trauma that people hold, you know, and this is why, you know, people drink every day. This is why, you know, they're always angry. This is why domestic violence and this and that and the other, right? Sexual abuse, right? In in our cultures. And I mean, we can go on and on about things that are wrong. <laughs> and, and the reason is because people, you know, overall, we're, we're told to be in this cons- in this box, right? And And people don't heal. If we were all healed, imagine how beautiful that would be, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. I agree with you so completely. Yeah. It would be so different. It would be so different. There wouldn't be, there wouldn't be hunger. There wouldn't be wars. There wouldn't be hate. There wouldn't be any of that stuff. Yeah, I truly believe it. And um, that's why when I decided, you know, okay, I'm done. I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of a movement that empowers and supports rather than breaks and kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> You're doing it. And uh, I know you have like flourished and be able to do and accomplish a lot of goals as a life coach now. Um, How do you maintain a growth and transformation going right like how do you maintain that um because you know where are you going like I mean you don't have to share the details if you don't want to but like what is your goal like and how you keep yourself going so for young listeners or um, Latinas that are trying to create something for themselves like how could they build up the momentum right to keep going yeah I you know discipline is very important you know i think that and don't lose hope if you don't see it right away because i think that's so it happens i mean it happens to the best of us right oh my god i've been doing like i could honestly say like i've been doing this for three years and nothing and nothing and not you know what i could but then that's dropping myself into a victim mentality if i have god nobody could challenge that no one yes amen because because god sees things that no one else sees god hears things that i don't hear and that's why he moves mountains from me and um and so that's why i feel like if you have something yearning in your heart i go for it go for it e as we say in, in the mexicans we say Y me vale madre, just go for it. <laughs> just, yes, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> you know, just go for it. Um, obviously, you know, I, I used to say burn the boats, but you know, sometimes you can't burn the boats right away. Like in the practice of life, I couldn't just burn them and say, peace out, I'm out of here, because there's obligations. You know, we're still human beings, we're living in 3D life, but you start to set in motion. Like um, my exit strategy was already planned out before I said, peace out. So if you're in a job, you know, I know right now they're calling it uh, quiet quitting. Is that what they're, these young kids, they're calling it quiet quitting. I don't know much about that, but what I do know is for my own sake is that if I already know where I want to be, I start creating the plan behind it. 
structure. So the first thing would be like, okay, I do my meditation. I start, you know, I start being that person I want to be. So if I want to be a multimillionaire, I start acting like a multimillionaire. I start associating myself with multimillionaires. I start getting mentors that are mentor um, that are multimillionaires. I start creating, collaborating with people that have that same mindset. So mentors, um, get yourself in those circles. Of, uh, build your strategy ahead of time. I mean, I can keep on going. <laughs> yeah, share as many. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I, I mean, I in my book, the Amiga Way. I'm just gonna plug it in right there. I don't know if you could see it. Uh, it's uh, I'll probably yeah, not. I could see it. So, in my book, um, uh, I have a bunch of steps and guides and strategies, um, in in um most chapters, because. And some of them are the same, and so they could be used like the same way. Uh, but having a strategy and having the discipline is very important. Businesses thrive when you actually have a strategy already in place, and um, and then and then you carry it out with your vision. Learn who you are. What are your strengths? Um, if for me. Forget me trying to do like a a reel that's going to get a, a million followers. God, I barely even know how to do uh, like a live. <laughs> that is not my strength. That's not my forte. Doing the podcast, I have someone already doing the podcast, like the all the uh, makings of the podcast. That is not my strength. I outsource that. Immediately, even like even when I was like practicing law, I had people help me, even though money was not coming in, I still had people help me because I totally believed in what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. So I had interns help me with the admin stuff because by God, I hated doing it. Number one, number two, I wasn't good at it. Hmm. What I was good at is talking. I, I was good at arguing. I was good at get at winning my cases. I was really good in my ego, the best person to have. <laughs> <laughs> and then it changed, but the best parts of it has have not. The best part of the lawyer me are not. They they did not fall asleep. But I actually use the strategy. I I have the analytical part of me that's still in place. And um, what I added to all the things is that I now listen to my heart first because this is what guides me now. My heart is my God and that is number one in everything I do. So I hope I gave you uh, many. <laughs> yes, I'm taking notes still. I love it. It's beautiful to hear, you know, how aligned you are and it projects. I really feel like the power, the energy. It's beautiful to see, you know, you light up as you speak about, you know, your journey and how beautiful it has been. Thank you. I appreciate that. So Thank amazing. you so much. So um, as we conclude, I do want you to share um, three book recommendations that our listeners could, you know, look up to, you know, grow and transform their life as you did. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the number one is my book. Yeah, got it. I'll put the link in the show notes too. Yeah, the Amiga Way. That is like an easy read. It's got exercises. It really. Um, I had someone read it and make a a review and said that it was so powerful that they actually have someone in their community who is kind of like an Oprah, but it's not Oprah, it's attainable. Mm. And and so I like that kind of uh, review meet, speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I have so many books. Oh God. There's another book that I think is really good. Um, it's called The Audacity to Be Queen by Gina DeVee. And I think it's so, so good. It really helped me um, in uh, changing the way I, I think of things and getting super aligned. And uh, let me see, what's another one? God, I have so many. Mm. You know what? I'm going to give you just a really cool read. Um, and the author, she's so wonderful. This one is, a, I think it's a either, um, Reese Witherspoon um, recommendation. Um, it is The Henna Artist by Alka Joshi. Wonderful woman. I had her on my podcast. Um, just extraordinary. And she writes so well. And it takes you to a distant land. So mm-hmm. I, I think those three. Thank you for sharing that. That was beautiful. I um I will share the sh- um link to your book in the show notes so our listeners could get it. Um oh. I'm so you know honored to have you here and just like this beautiful space that you have created. Amazing, amazing advice that I've taken notes on. And I know that our listeners are going to be um blown away with you know your story and the way that you've been able to transform your life. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to give you the space to um, share where our listeners could, you know, find you and how we can support you as well. Oh, thank you for that. So right now, my website, um, it's going to be, it's going to look so different in September because they're reworking it, but you can definitely still go into the website. It's called www.jackietapia.com. Um, In my socials, it's uh, my IG is... I got to look it up. <laughs> it's uh, at Jackie underscore Tapia dot one. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn, Jacqueline Tapia. And then also um, on Facebook, I'm Jacqueline Tapia as well. And um, email Latinas living at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. And a closing statement for our listeners. Oh, what can I say? You know, listen to your divine guidance. That is your superpower. And remember that your your superpower always has come from our, our Lord, our God. Amen. I love that. Amen. Thank you so much. This was beautiful. It's like emotional and spiritual and everything like intertwined. Um, so this was really a treat for me. I, a great treat to like kind of revamp back on the podcast, um, grind. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for your time and sharing um, your beautiful story. We're honored to have you here and you're always welcome to come back. Um, we always will love you to have you again. 
Oh, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate it. And, and thank you to your, your listeners too. And, and I just wish you the best. And I know, I mean, you're, you're going to nail it and rock it and um, just continue going. You know, I, I would not be here without people like you who are, who are supporting me. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a great day. Gemini is a community of healing and transformation. I encourage everyone to start their healing journey if they haven't yet. Therapy has transformed my life in so many ways, and I am truly grateful for my therapist and the ability to heal. Once you start healing, the sky is not the limit. Don't pay attention to what others might say or think. Therapy is about you, about making you a wholeheartedly human being. Do this for you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it is through text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect in in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling and flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Gemini Empowers. That is better help h e l p dot com slash gemini empowers i would also share the link on the show notes get heal get right thank you remember to subscribe share and review our show we love to learn your feedback and know how this information has impacted your life and how we can improve in the future.